Let's get into it. I'm making a note that we need to get the Hansen QB back. Then we also need to do, does Brandana have it? Yeah, and is there a place that can do a muffaletta sandwich nearby? <laughs> can, can they... What's what's the what's the mail order order muffaletta situation? You got to be able to like freeze dry it, Napoleon. If you're listening, I would not. You're missing out. Be surprised. Put it in I... there. Get wet. Welcome back, everybody. The most awesome and brand new sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 229 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I'm Brandon. And with me, as always, the salt of this pod. Most awesome. Ooh. Would you say I'm the yeah. salt of this pod? Salt of the pod, yeah. Most most important ingredient. I was trying to think, like, what is the most important ingredient? Like, if there's just one in the kitchen, like the staple... Don't give me any cheese also. I don't want to, like, I don't mean cheese, like mm-hmm. literal cheese, but I mean, I don't, like, don't give me water. Like, water's the most important ingredient. Can't cook. Yeah. We get it. But we I mean, it. what's just kind of like tying all the meals together? I thought salt, a little flavor enhancer. I like it. What about sugar? Well, you, you need a little balance of everything in that. Everything, everything savory. It's got a little boop of sugar, which is you. You're my sweetness. <laughs> You're the salt on the sugar. Okay. I can go, yeah. yeah, I can go with that. Cause some people, like, go off of sugar some people take strikes from sugar but i think salt like people cut sodium but there's not any like really zero sodium runs Ooh, from a dieting perspective i see what you're because yeah i see what you're saying no sugar no grain i get you yep well fuck it let's be fat together i'll be grain you be sugar let's just do it let's just (laughs) just really let's unload carbs yeah Yeah, exactly i'm down bro how you doing man good brother good 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 Good, good. Okay. Yeah, I was like, let's catch up, but it's just like, oh, the, the audience knows where we're at. Here yeah, yeah. exactly, no, exactly. We, we, you know, we we only now we're back into the mode of where we can only chit chat on the pod. That's yeah, where we're that's at. Right. Which we had is, all this, is, we had all this time together, chit chatting, not recorded, not just not at all. Four days, just unrecorded, Brandana and Ma. Yeah, it's like I want to text you less. We have to kind of like take a fast to really get that hunger back, that spark in a relationship. It's back. <gasps> Ooh, I like it. Yeah, it is back. It is back. You guys will hear that spark in episode 229. Guys, here's what we're going to hit. We're doing Riff from the Headlines, NFL QBs as restaurants. Oh, we're back at it, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Mabster Damas. We're going to talk a little Trey Lance career. Where does it land? Maybe Hmm. talk a little Jimmy G in there. A little does Brandana have it? Dan Campbell quotes. That's right. Am I going to throw me some quotes? Wants me to guess if it's Dan Campbell. Or what's my other option? Just something else? Just something made up. Yep. Uh, Neapolitan Showdown, we're doing top things about New Orleans. And then we're doing Brandana Gambling Corner, segment four of eight. Doing those NFC East over-unders. Then we're going to finish, as we always do, with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. But we're from the headlines. NFL quarterbacks as restaurants. Why are we talking about that this week, brother? Because, <laughs> oof, man, you're really making me work hard for on this one. Um, why are we talking? Because you had a you had a lovely idea. You're like, you know, uh, I, I I love this idea of of 
comparing our favorite quarterbacks or just quarterbacks in general to some restaurants that are out there. There's a little, like as you mentioned, the Venn diagram of like what they offer to us as uh, as diners and, and what they offer to us as fans. Yeah, because, I mean, if there's a time we do it, like, I mean, sometimes if we ever feel the constraints of just like, man, this sports world is really just kind of dominating what we're doing from Rift, this ain't that time. Nope. This is the time that we can just wander off and it's just like, all right, so we're going to do something with QBs. How can we spice it up a little bit? A little Emerald Gossi style. Bam! Pow! Pow! Yeah, I mean, we went in all hard on how handsome quarterbacks are. Super hard. Dare I Ooh, say, yeah. maybe one of our most successful rips ever. Yeah, that was really good. We might need to bring that back. It's about time. What, has it been like three years? We have a new crop of studs for we sure. <laughs> we do. We do. That's where my mom texting right now. Yeah, we should do that. But we're not doing that this week. We're nope. doing restaurants. So did you get all – how many quarterbacks did you get? Did you get through 32? I think I have roughly like 26. I, I do too. Guys. There were there were some that I was like, Kenny Pickett, I don't know. Yeah. You're a tapas yeah, restaurant with your small yeah, plates yeah, yeah, and yeah. hands. I don't know. No, exactly. Like you're an unopened, just like new right. Italian place on the corner, like not yet proven, like a little curious. I'll get to it when I get to it, like yeah. that kind of style. Uh, okay, well, I'll just start going through mine. You let me know if you have one, then we get to the end. If there's any I missed that you have, then we'll knock out those. Sound good? Sounds great. All right, uh, my first spot I got, I kind of tried to go start from the bottom, like kind of talent tier wise, and work oh. my way up. Okay. So. I like it. Uh, with that being said, I'm starting with Daniel Jones. And this one's for you, buddy. Do you have something Ooh. for Daniel Jones? I don't I don't have much for Daniel Jones. I was thinking okay. about it long and hard. I was like, what trips think, 75 maybe. yards in it falls on their face? I'm not <laughs> sure. I couldn't well, think of that restaurant. What meal is almost super complete? I think I got something for you. Daniel Jones is sushi delivered, my friend. Oh, <laughs> crush. It looks like it's going to be great. You know, it sounds good. You get excited every time, every time you order it. Like, so every time the season kicks off, you're ready to go. You're ready to do it. But when it shows up, just there's just something a little off about it. Just it doesn't travel well, right. is what you're saying. It doesn't travel well at all. I like it. No, I like it. That's good. Uh, I didn't get to Daniel Jones. He was one that I was I was struggling with. It was getting late, late in that. Um, but he, I got one. Let's say in the NFCs. What do you got for, do you have a, uh, Jalen, or wait, you want to you want to work your way up from the talent down? Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, we, yeah, we'll go back and forth. Just hit me, hit me with one. What do you got? Oh, because I was just looking right below. I have Jalen Hurts. I, I, I got Jalen Hurts. I, I I call Jalen Hurts Papa John's because okay. I like him way more than I should. This is <laughs> this isn't great pizza, but in a pinch, I'm kind of like I like this. I like this pizza. It's not bad. So what is the Hurts thing? And I know we'll, uh, it kind of lines up that we're doing the yeah. NFC East at the end of this. People are very excited about these Eagles, very excited about Hurts. Did you kind of see him come into his own towards the end of the year? Like, is it something that you think that momentum's carrying over? Or are we just like a little misguided and trying to make something out of nothing? I think they went 7-3 uh, and three in their last 10. And yeah. the big shift is, is they went, they stopped passing the ball. They went to like a heavily run offense between all their backs with Miles Sanders. I mean, it was, you know, they were getting, everyone was getting a taste. Now they've added, and then we don't want to get too much into Brandy on a gambling corner, but they added AJ Brown. And obviously now people are like, Oh, now we got a little something cooking with the passing game. So I don't know, but I don't know if like, if he Jalen hurts has made that development, just like in my pizza, it's good. I like it. It's solid at 2 AM. I know what I'm getting, but it's, I don't know if it's great pizza. I don't think it's great pizza. 
And can I can I make AJ Brown the banana peppers that come that automatically come with it? So a little something spicy, a little kick on the side. Ooh, AJ Brown might be the garlic cup that comes oh. with it because you're just like, oh okay. shit! Now it's Flat. now this now these breadsticks just are starting to hum. That's so funny, yeah, because it's like don't sleep on that. You can't overuse that garlic butter over there. Use you it put it every, on everything, every bite. Use it all the time. Like just take it all the way. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, to stay in, I'll stay in that NFC East to close it out. Um, I got. Carson Wentz, those commanders. What do you got for Carson? What with the Olive Garden? Desperately wants to be top tier, but it's not. And gives away shit for free. <laughs> Hashtag the interception equals their garlic stick and salads all you can eat. I love it. I love it. makes the most sense because I had Olive Garden. So I, the way I went about it, I looked at my big board of restaurants and my okay. big board of QBs, match and I up. tried to match them up. And Olive Garden was this one that I couldn't fit, but I think you've nailed it, B, in that it is. It's like all you can eat. Like when you're you're sitting there, you're like, ah, oh, this is too much. This is just yeah. too much Carson Wentz. You're trying. You're doing too much. Just trying too hard. I don't need this bottomless pit of of your Kiro ball and and endless salads. I don't need it, Carson Wentz. And, and then when somebody wants top tier, you know they're not going to you. When no. all the dust settles, if they want like really nice Italian, like you're not on that list. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, all right, let's go, uh, Jameis Winston. You got him on your list, Jameis Winston. Yeah, I do have Jameis Winston. Okay, Jameis Winston to me is is Applebee's because there's a lot of shit out there that on the wall that makes it seem like that they're just trying too hard. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's like what's well, come on, Applebee's. You don't need to be this fucking this this chaotic all over the place with oh, that's everything. That's great. That's great. And great at nothing. Great at nothing. It, like has like it's like what do you mean? You do like a shrimp scampi pasta and like chicken nachos? Like what are you talking about? Like what are let's let's focus <laughs> right. on something. All right, dial it in, Applebee's. Uh, I had crab legs just <laughs> because just crab legs, perfect. Yeah, because he stole them once. You know. Yep. And also a little great. bit uh, crab legs is like. The juice isn't worth the squeeze. So I think even if you're bringing in Winston and you're just like, man, this sounds great. Like at the end of the day, you're just like, this is kind of exhausting. Uh, all, all lobster, aside from the tail, the little like, and the and the and the big hook, the knuckle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Crab, lobster, all this stuff, like a lot of work. Not not a lot of meat. Sometimes a little watery. Can get a little cold once you start to like really work through it. It's a little bit, you know. It. I always love it. I always want it. But it never, it's it. I I can probably count on that one hand the number of times that I've really truthfully enjoyed stem to stern a crab or a lobster. But I've had it hundreds of times. Which do you prefer, crab or lobster? Uh, I think lobster. Lobster. That's a little meatier. That's a little chewier. Yes, exactly. I'm a crab guy. Oh, I look at the, you. Yeah, I think what I really enjoyed the crab was at. I mean, we've already went through my steak dinners, and it'll probably come back again sure. somewhere in this countdown. But it's the best place I had it is when they actually brought out the seafood tower. They cracked the legs for you. So even Perfect. though that was cheating a little bit, like you just kind of open nope. it up and you're just like, oh shit, I guess I didn't, you know, I didn't want to clock in and work like an hour, 15 minutes to actually get this meal. Like I just kind of wanted to eat the crab so much better this way. Look, if I'm paying for it, you fucking crack it open. The experience to me is not breaking. The shell. The experience to me is eating it. So yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, all yeah. for it. Crack it open. I, in fact, God, if you're listening, make those crustaceans pre-cracked. Just make it easy for everyone. <laughs> it's just on the planet, just yeah. pre-cracked. Yeah, I, I guess it's a good point. I think what I liked about having to crack it or appreciate it is it does, it kind of brings in a natural pace to how fast you can eat it. So you're not going to accidentally just like 
blow through all that crap and be like, oh, like fucking eight minutes later, it's just like, all right, like, are we getting to that tune of pokey or what? Yeah. Um, all right, next on the list, I got Sam Darnold. Um, oh, because I had Baker Mayfield. So I didn't know who to go with this one. I had Baker go in as a starter in, in Carolina. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I got Baker Mayfield on my list, too. Did you do oh. any, uh, So my Sam Darnold is um, the local bodega that had a cat. Um, <laughs> you almost ate there once, not quite, and you didn't get surprised when it got shut down. I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you just walk by, you're just like, oh yeah, that's out of business. You're just like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just had a cat rolling around uh, amongst, <laughs> you know, perishables. Not great. Uh, uh, what'd you have for Baker? I had for Baker. I had him as Red Lobster because I was like, do you remember when we all thought Red Lobster was good? Yeah. And then it turns out it's it's not. It's actually really crappy seafood. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I like it. Yeah, it kind of depends on maybe. Maybe I was bamboozled just from the town I was from because this was definitely growing up, you know, in Topeka, Kansas. Red Lobster was the nicest restaurant we had. I had a quarterback for Red Lobster. So let me finish with Baker Mayfield. Okay. Then we'll talk about the quarterback. Then we'll talk about Red Lobster. This is really, it's just locking themselves up. We got this is what the segment's all going. about. <laughs> Finally, you guys are getting what you've been waiting for. I had Baker Mayfield as Domino's Pizza. You ain't picking it, but if it shows up, you'll guess you'll have some. Yep. Like if it's the only thing there, you're just like, shit, yeah, I'll hit this. Yeah, this this should be nice. And it is good, but you're just like, man, should this ever actually just be a meal? Like probably right. if it's there. Uh, my Red Lobster, I actually had... Stay there. Oh, I had Derek Carr's Red Lobster. Good. Why Why Derek Carr? Okay, so... um. Red, so here I, I kind of took a different angle. Is like Red Lobster is just consistent. You want to give it shit, but everyone likes it. Like if you just like the chances are you stop a stranger on the street and you're just like your thoughts on Red Lobster are gonna be like those cheddar biscuits, pretty fucking good. And they know it's not like amazing, but it's just mm. consistent. It's a fan favorite. You leave full, you'll go back. Will you ever be back at a Red Lobster in your life? Probably not. The funny thing no. is, is <laughs> the funny thing is, is you're right. I can't that, tell if we don't see eye to eye on a quarterback or a restaurant. I don't know which one. It's just like, <laughs> do we not agree on Derek Carvick or Mayfield or Red Lobster? Possibly all three. For right. Exactly. <laughs> so the thing is, I think I, I'm in agreement with the cheddar, the cheddar biscuits. Those are sure. good. They yeah. sell those. They knew it. Red Lobster leaned in. And here's, here's what I'm going to say for all seafood restaurants. When you lean in and the throwaway appetizer biscuits <laughs> is your best feature you know you're doing something <laughs> wrong at a seafood restaurant yeah that's fair which is kind of like baker mayfield it's like hey we're not picking up this fifth year option we're gonna fucking send them on our way <laughs> this is red lobster to me yeah that's pretty good and also like i i wonder how much the game changed just in the last you know 20 30 years with like shipping seafood because i think it used to just have to be your lane yeah. where you're just like all right like we're the only game in town in the midwest that can offer fucking flounder and now everyone has like a fucking sea bass or, yep. you know, like kind of some kind of like turbo cut. Uh, all right. Did you have anything for Derek Carr? Uh, I did not actually have anything for Derek Carr. I struggled with him because I was, Great. I was, uh, yeah. I nailed it. You nailed um, it. Boom. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. I went local. You have something mm -hmm. for him? I do. Yeah. I, I went local. I said Dunkin' Donuts because it's a little soft in the middle. <laughs> nice. That's good. I went um, Shake Shack. New on the scene. Yep. It's something that has a long history. So there's a long history of burgers. There's a long history, you know, at least of, of the quarterback position in New England. And those with the loudest voices rave about it. Like, can't fucking chirping in your ear about Shake Shack, chirping in your ear about fucking Mac Jones. 
And yep. yeah, it's fine, but it's still on the burger level. And I don't see it going past the burger level. I like it. Yep. No, I think, I think you're, I think you're right. And that's what I was with, with Dunkin' Donuts. Like it's coffee and donuts. Yeah. They've, they've definitely like breakfast sandwiches, bagels, the whole yeah, thing, you, but it's like, no, no, no. You no. can eat there. You'll, you'll yep. leave. You'll be full. It'll yep. take you to your next meal. But like, you're never going to be like, you know, have the family in from out of town. It's just like, man, guys, why don't you put on, put on your Sunday best and let's go down to Dunkin' Donuts. Not going to happen. No. Um, all right. Do you got anything for Tua? I don't have anything for Tua. Oh, I did not have anything for Tua. I actually, I just yeah. ran down the list. I didn't have anything for Tua. I was trying to think of some, like, Polynesian joint. I was like, is there a, you know, uh, like a, what was it? Oh, what was that place in Burbank? Remember that place we all went to? Do you remember that place? Nope. Nope. Yeah, okay. Nope. You didn't live in Burbank. All right, never mind. Forget nope. it. Never mind. Um. Yep, I was even going to guess, but I don't. Mm-mm. It was like, anyway. yep. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I got Trey Lance here. What do you got for this, Trey? I put some I put some work in here. All right, Trey Lance is the New York Strip at a dive bar. So, Ooh. so it's a place that's not really recently known for steaks. So like San Francisco, not really cooking lately with their QBs. And when you want a steak, you never think to go there. So when you're just like, give me just like an MVP quarterback lately, obviously like not. Joe Montana or Steve Young. We're talking after that. They can never think about it. They used to do steak all the time. It's a little expensive for what you expect. Drafted Trey Lance a little higher than we thought, mm-hmm. especially since they had a dynamite flat iron steak that they just got rid of. Yeah, they got a sirloin steak, right? Yeah, yeah they had a great sirloin $7. steak. $7.99 a pound. Yep, and then all of a sudden, like, this other steak shows up, and it's just like, what happened to that old steak? And they're just like, we're not doing the old steak anymore. It's like, yeah. the old steak was great. <laughs> so now this is more expensive, and I have to eat this one? This yep, one better that's be our steak now. We've committed to this steak. Enjoy it. That's a good one. I like it. Um, all right, Justin Fields. Oh, I have Justin Fields. Great. I call Justin Fields uh, Chick-fil-A because mm-hmm. we've heard a lot of great things, but it doesn't show up on Sundays. <laughs> oh, my God. That's pretty. That's perfect. Um, man, I should have went first. That's great. Justin Fields. Um <laughs> You probably you had that Chick Fil A one. You're just like, man, who is getting? I'm, I was like, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking dot somebody between who's, the eyes. With yeah, this who's getting one. the Russian roulette of this yeah. assignment of being Chick Fil A? Uh, I said the Golden Corral that just opened up in a shopping center. Like, who cares? You're never gonna. Yeah, yeah. You see it there. You're never gonna eat there. And by the time you feel it bad down, for everyone that like thoroughly <laughs> enjoys it. Yeah. yeah, and then by the time it shuts down, you're just like, yeah, it's kind of what I expected. Yep. Yeah, that's that. Uh, this was a little tricky. Trevor Lawrence, you got anything? Where did I have Trevor Lawrence? Oh no, because I gave him an incomplete. I was having a hard time. I was like, "What's the re- like? What's the restaurant that I did not have anything for him?" I was, th- I almost thought it was like, it's like In and Out. Like we've heard a lot of pub. It was the same kind of thing as trade. Yeah. Is like, it's like a little bit like, but the fries might stink, right? And they're not yeah. and like the, everything's on the secret menu. So I had a little In and Out with them with him. Yeah, I went top tier. Like I went Nobu. Like heard whispers Ooh. of great things. Yeah, like not a lot of experience there. Like gonna need a little bit more information before like I go fully all in and invest. But I like it this. Could end, it could end up being great. Like you could finally get there and be like, oh shit! Like I should have been on board for this for a while ago. For sure, for sure, I like it. Uh, golf. Oh, I have I have something for golf. I, I had him as KFC. Yeah. Uh, because if you're if you're here at KFC, you've made some questionable decisions. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have something probably. I have a three day. <laughs> Uh, three-day-old leftover Indian food. Uh, <laughs> when it first showed up, it was the talk of the town. Now you can't 
believe it's still in the refrigerator. <laughs> and the, the only thing you expect from it is for it just to not destroy you. That's all yeah. you need. Oof. <laughs> Man, that's brutal. Uh, our boy Burrow. Joe Burrow. I went with uh, a classic Wendy's. I like oh. it. Solid. It's very good all the time. Um, you you of the fast food chains, like it doesn't immediately come to mind, but when everyone sees it, they're like, "Yes, absolutely." Yeah. Plus, I like that they get a little zany online. Joe Burrow isn't afraid to you know talk a little shit. So uh, give me some Joe Burrow with Wendy's. Yeah, there's some hidden like we don't know a lot of Bengals fans, but you know the people that like there are people that love Wendy's and they're just like that's the fucking yeah. burger spot, and they're like. Yeah. They're rare to find, but when they do, they're just like, I can't believe you'll even come in my house and talk Burger King to me, like when there's a Wendy's yeah. that exists. Uh, yeah, I have, um, I just have the nice for Joe Burrow. I did the top recommended seafood place in a seaside town you're visiting. You know, Ooh. the line's going to be long as fuck. You know, yep. you know there's going to be a wait, and everyone's going, and everyone's going to be into it. But then when you finally do go, you don't leave disappointed. You're just like, yeah, that's it. This is a great call. This is a great call. When we go to Montauk, we there are some of these like roadside little almost like seafood diners if you will there's one called lobster roll it's got a big like red sign you stop there eat out it's fucking great you know what i mean and it's like the total like you're gonna do it you're gonna wait in line for it you you accept the fact there's a line everyone there's just like yep there's a line like that's what needs to happen yep and we're getting the staples it's perfect um all right pat mahomes Ooh, pat mahomes I went with uh, so you went with high end restaurants too. By the way, I did on some. Yeah, I did some. I, I did. I did keep it mostly in the like the places that I've eaten and and my my you know trashy uh, palate. So I went with <laughs> I went with, with Mahomes. It's Chipotle. Um, super good. When it first came out, it's like, oh, this is high end dining, like high end fast food dining. Super good. Sometimes a little sloppy. Okay, you know what's funny? That's fucking perfect so uh we didn't line up on pat mahomes yet but i want to jump to what i actually have for chipotle just because our chipotle take is so close to the same for i had chipotle for lamar jackson it's just like it's like everywhere all the time um anyone would take it but when we take a real good look at it probably not as good for you as it seems exactly yep perfect uh for mahomes i gave i gave mahomes love i gave morton steakhouse you love it everyone loves it it'll be around for a long while Hey, like it'll be I want everyone. All my all, all our KC contingent is that Chipotle is my Morton Steaks of fast food burrito joints. Oh, absolutely! I, so it's top end. Of course, same top, same tier. Top tier. Same tier. <laughs> top tier. Um, can I give? Kirk, can I? Can I? Oh, well, let me give you my Lamar. Oh, I Lamar have. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Have you heard of Raising Canes? You know Raising Canes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was like Raising Canes, fast, efficient, bursts on the scene, but really, when you look at it, can only do one thing. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, Kirk Cousins. I think what started this whole debacle was a text from me to you about Kirk Cousins. Yes, I had, uh, and I told you Del Taco. You yeah, know, I love it. I'm excited about it. Just a shitload of empty calories, and I would never expect anything substantial from it. So I had. That's great. I had Kirk Cousins as it's McDonald's because it's not good or bad, but you 100% know exactly what you're getting. Yeah. Um, I didn't have McDonald's on the list. Uh, Justin Herbert. Someone little. I want a little health on Justin Herbert. I did simple Ooh. greens. Big oh. lines, like very popular, going to be around. It's a little quiet, but fantastic. Everyone believes in it. Consistent. 
can't go wrong. Yeah. I had, for Justin Herbert, again, I had uh, Jimmy John's. Subjoint, consistent across the board. Everyone really likes it. Is it probably the best sub sandwich out there? No, but it's pretty dang good for what it is. And it will be, you know, it's going to be in a lot of people's top threes. Yeah. If not everybody that's had it, it's going to be some number ones and they'll sure. have an argument for it to be the number one. Yeah, that's that's great. I love that sandwich one. Um, do you respect consistency? Like, I really, restaurants that taste the same in every state, like, that should be slept on. Like, no, that's like kind control. of. Yeah, that's kind of like just to get that consistency is, I don't know, it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. I mean, restaurants definitely are are harder. Like you, you just almost expect it now with like fast food joints, but you realize like that's really kind of difficult to do. But they control so much of like the the through on like all the materials that they get. It'd be kind of hard to fuck it up. But it is. It does definitely stand out when you're like, oh, what the fuck is the matter with us? Like chicken sandwich from burger king like what this yeah. is this is bizarre what's going on here you know what i yeah, mean you'll notice um matt ryan i get um bennigan's it's old as fuck it's like your grandpa's <laughs> favorite Perfect. it's still hanging around never rose to the level that you wanted it to be yeah i had ponderosa because i was like i thought this place went out of business <laughs> this is still around this is still around um kyler murray i got um oh what do you have for kyler murray I kind of like my Kyler Murray. I like mine too. Mine is a uh, a Vegas spot with a burrito eating contest. It's a restaurant that comes with rules and instructions, and you don't expect <laughs> to make it all the way through. <laughs> um, I have for Kyler Murray, I had them as White Castle because they're tiny little burgers, and I always think they're, they're going to be good, but when you finish them, you're like, oh, I have heartburn now. <laughs> Uh, well, you got anything for Dak Prescott? I do have Dak Prescott. I have yep. the Cheesecake Factory uh, because it's expensive more so than it should be. It feels fancier than it should be. That's so but it's, great. It's not that great. It's yeah. not good. It's really not that good. That's really funny. Like all the presentation, lots of bells and whistles, all the menu. Like you, like, you really feel like you're sitting down for something. At the end of the day, like you look outside and you're just like in a fucking shopping center in the Grove. Yes, and you're exactly. Like, I'm in an end cap at a mall. <laughs> like yeah. I'm paying twenty seven dollars for shrimp scampi. Like I don't yeah. get this. Um, I had for D- Dak Prescott, I had Taco Bell. Um, Perfect. It's not good for you. Never will go the distance. You enjoy it. You want to make it more than it is, but it's just it's never going to be that. Um, Ryan Tannehill, I got Tinder Greens. It's a healthy option, and you're glad it's there, but absolutely forgettable. Yeah, I didn't have anything for, for Mr. Tannehill. Uh, Tom Brady's ice cream. Everyone fucking loves it, even if you're allergic to it. Like, eventually you come around. Great. You cheat. Like, you just you love I it. I love it. I love it. I had Outback Steakhouse for um, Tom Brady because I said it's the pinnacle of chain restaurants. Yeah, yeah. When you talk about yeah. consistency, it's right exactly the same everywhere across the board. You know exactly 100% what you're getting. Cuts of meat, pretty good. Bloomin' onions, sick. You know what I mean? Like, the whole nine. Everything's great. When I was a kid, Outback was the, like, once every, like, three years. Like, my grandparents. I mean, it was yeah. the apex of places to go. Like, we had those shopping, like we were talking about. There's the Olive Garden, the Red Lobster we didn't go to a lot. And then, like, Outback Steakhouse was just, like, you got, you know, you finished on the honor roll. Yeah. Oh, yeah, remember, for sure. I remember having that steak, and I was just like, this is, I didn't know they could do this to steak. This is amazing. Right, and right. I went back to one for like the first time in probably like 15 years in North Carolina or whatever. And it's like I ordered the strip 
twice, and it was a skirt steak that they folded over, and then they put a little stick in it, and they called it a strip. And I was just like, I was like, hate to be like, Ooh. can you? And then it came out again. It was not a good. Head. That's when. That's when. That's when he had his falling out with with Belichick, right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're no, like, ooh, ex- okay. No, exactly. That's when the New England Patriots tried to serve me, like um, during his suspension. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the, Deflate Gate. You yeah. got Deflate Gate. That was like, stakes. Mm-hmm. I was like, this yep. is Tom Brady. It's just like I don't think it is. Um, Josh Allen is perfect Thai food. Buckle up because you're going on a ride. It has kick and leaves you completely satisfied. I love this. I love it. I went with five guys. Barnown. Bar none, best hamburger, great fries. Mm-hmm. They can do a shake. They can do a hot dog. I like yeah, them. Yeah. It's going places. Yeah. I'll never not sign up for Five Guys. It's not done. It's on its way up. Yep. Man, it kind of made me hungry. I like the Five Guys. Like you can throw like jalapenos. They'll cook the jalapenos. They'll throw raw jalapenos on there. Yeah. We'll do it. I'm going to see what time Five Guys closes. All right. Stay focused. <laughs> stay focused. <laughs> All right. Um, my last one I have on my list is Russell Wilson. Oh, I have Russell Wilson, too. Okay, I am as uh, the high-end Mexican restaurant. It's good, and you know it's good, but it's just it's really not worth the money. And everyone talks about it, but there's just something off. And at the end of the day, like, like yeah, like it's tableside guacamole service. Like I get it, but it's just kind of like it's just like too many bells and whistles. It talks too much. It's trying. It's just like this isn't worth it. Yeah, that's really good. I like it. Uh, mine, I went with. Russell Wilson, I went with Burger King. This is my Burger King. Because mm-hmm. everyone makes a hullabaloo about their advertising campaign and the fucking crazy king and all these like crazy stuff. But at the end of the day, yeah. it's just fucking fast food hamburgers and fries. And then <laughs> and the fries aren't even that great. So that's what are we talking so about? great. Yeah. Them introducing that that Burger King that was like so weird and they thought they were just being like so like old spice, like funny with their campaign. It's just weird. Yeah. It's totally the Mr. Unlimited. Unlimited. Yes, exactly. like, oh my God. Uh, perfect. Anybody else you got, bro? Um, let me see here. I'm just going down the list. Oh, I had uh, Davis Mills as Boston Market because it's like, <laughs> why? What are we doing with this? <laughs> why are we here now? I didn't think he's existed anymore. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. I had as uh, Quiznos because everyone thought this was going to be the heir apparent to Subway. And then it turned out that they were just trying too hard with their advertising campaign. And it kind of stinks that's so good it's like it's like rotten like you know like heated up subs um oh and then my final one deshaun watson uh because it it, as subway because uh turns out they're both helmed by uh sexual deviants okay (laughs) perfect transition all right (laughs) master thomas um all right bro we've been going back and forth um i want to get your take i know you hinted about a little bit on text so master thomas right now we're going to talk about Trey, uh, the future of Trey Lance. So we'll start with kind of Jimmy G and get the way over there. I, I'm going to start with this question for you. And then we'll, we'll, you know, by the end of this, we'll predict his future. Do you think Jimmy G can win you a Super Bowl? I mean, he's kind of proven he can't, right? You know what I mean? Like, I, he's, 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 he's proven to be the, the bridesmaid, never the bride. Yeah, I just, it feels too early for me. And I wouldn't say, I think there's a difference between like hasn't done it, like just fell short and proven he's can't. Like I, I feel like other quarterbacks have gotten back there, you know, got another bite at the apple to kind of get it done. I don't remember what order, who lost one before they won one. I mean, Elway lost a bunch I mean, before, yeah. you know what I mean? But he's like one. I mean, we would say that Chiefs team that he beat was 
you know, one of the top five NFL teams in the last like six or seven years that he lost to. And it was just like, you know, he's like one overthrow away from beating that team. And honestly, like the defense got walked over a little bit, like granted, if he can walk down Mm -hmm. the field and score, but like, I wouldn't put that all in his lap. It just seems like I would take, okay, let's do this real fast too. Like, uh, I I know I put this on the text thread, but I'm going to give you rank these four NFC quarterbacks for me. And you know where I'm going to is that Kirk Cousins, Jimmy G, um, was that I have on? Oh, Kyler Murray and Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, Jimmy G, Kyler Murray. Who am I, who am I forgetting? Oh, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, right. Um, I mean, if I'm, if I'm the 49ers, right, in this situation, yeah. that's what you're saying. Like, from an organizational standpoint, sure. I'm probably going Dak Prescott, even because you got to like assign a little of this the dysfunction between Jerry Jones and the front office and how they manage everything like Dak Prescott at times has played well. He had the ankle injury, but I feel like given opportunities, he can, he can lead them to to victory. And I like Kyle Shanahan over Mike McCarthy. So I think that that's an upgrade. Um, Then I'm probably going, man, so here's the thing is, is Jimmy Garoppolo, we forget he's like, he's kind of been dinged up a, a little bit. Like he's not the yeah. most like guaranteed certified, certifiable lock-in starter. So do I go Kirk Cousin, who I know is like, exactly like he's our McDonald's. We know exactly what he's getting. Like, is he going to miss that throw in that Super Bowl? I, I don't know. He's never been there, but I feel equally as confident. So I kind of want to put like Kirk for his stability and like, you know, his, his, um, you know, like durability a little bit above Jimmy G and then Kyler, you know, I just don't know if Kyler is going to be committed enough to, to kind of, is he, is he the competitor, you know? Yeah. I was like, we're not going to get off on a tangent about Kyler, but I guess if anytime we were going to go to, you know, an August podcast would be a time to do it. Yeah. We, we can touch on it real quick. Like just that, that contract thing. I don't know. I kind of backed up the Cardinals for it. Cause all the Cardinals were saying is just like, Hey, like if we can't trust you to do this on your own, like if it doesn't seem like you have that competitive fire. And I didn't realize, you know, he, that Kyler had the quote where he's just like, I don't need a study. Like this stuff just comes naturally to me. So it's just like, you're telling me that you're just like smarter than all these other quarterbacks in the league that have to study tape. Like mm-hmm. that's just like, that's a tough, that's a tough sled for me to, you know, tough pill to swallow. Especially when it's like you rely so much on your like natural athleticism, you know what I mean? It's like, could you just harness and just like take that 5%, 10% bump in studying and preparation? You know what I mean? It's like Peyton Manning had all sorts of gifts, but his, his like the cerebral nature of how he approached the game was what made him a hall of famer. So, you know, Peyton was like a fraction of the athlete and probably didn't even have as good of an arm as Kyler Murray does. And it's like, but he will forever be a better quarterback because he, his work ethic off the field and studying and like the chess match of being a quarterback. So like, don't sit there and, and just tell me like, Oh, you're fucking Bobby Fisher. And you're just, and you just, you just understand it better than everyone else. You're not look yeah. at your stats. You're you're, you, you have a, a winless, uh, you're you're uh, a losing record as a, a starter. You're 22, 23, and and one tie as a starter in three years. You yeah. need you need to study. 
okay. So and I, and, I, and I agree with you. I back up. I back up the cards on that. I don't necessarily know if it was great that it came out. I don't know how it came out because anytime stuff, something like that's going to come out, it seems like it's going to be like a flat out embarrassment of my quarterback who I drafted number one overall. Um, so let's not let that slip. But yeah, because it, it doesn't seem be good. For, yeah, it doesn't seem good for either side, right? Because even no. if the the Cardinals list are, are those like. Uh, sorry, forgive me. I don't know shit about this. Is the contract like a public document? I don't think it should be. I mean, they're not. It's not like they're publicly traded. It's not like I don't know how that gets out there. It definitely had to have been leaked. So I don't think it's something that is like a matter of public record. We yeah, we, can... we hear about the we hear about the terms of the deal all the time because agents leak it. Players want it to be known. Like it's everyone wants that number to be known. Right. Yeah. So that's how we get that information. But like the the matters in there, eventually, I think people just get loose with it. And somebody on either Kyler's team or the Cardinals team didn't think it was that big of a deal to let that little nugget fly. And everyone took it and be like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Yeah. So circling back to Trey Lance, I'll start right here. Do you think? Well, let me tell the audience my problem with it. OK, so here's the thing. Like moving on Trey Lance, like I have no problem moving on to a younger quarterback. Like mm-hmm. I will even like debate you or, you know, I'll say it's a coin flip on if Jimmy G can get further in the postseason that he wins. It's just to me, I don't feel like Jimmy G has plateaued. He seems to be a good fit in the 49ers offense. The 49ers consistently, you know, making a run at the NFC championship and we're just pull like we're benching this guy that has been kind of our guy for the last like four years and shown up to play and got you like i imagine if you signed up for jimmy g and you're like hey here's what the next four years are going to be look like you're going to be like holy shit like yes perfect we'll take it i mean obviously like you want to chip in there but if you're being realistic you're just like yes like gets us close like we're super relevant in the nfc and to just like move on to this move on from this guy and just like immediately go for this, like this unproven rookie that you claim. And I want your take on this too, that if, you know, if you really believe that they quote unquote got their guy or if this is them, because I remember like, I don't remember the particulars of it, but it seemed like when they drafted him, like there was something like they were looking at somebody else, but it didn't feel quite like the 49ers were being completely honest about just like, this is who we want this. You're going after. And just, I'll, I'll sum up this one. And it's just like, to me, it just seems, uh, no smart way to run a franchise and very little risk to maybe just run one more year with Jimmy G who's proven it. See if he's actually kind of plateaued or on the way down because you already destroyed the trade value for him. Everyone knowing you move on to Trey Lance, you have Trey Lance that this guy that you really believe in, you know, give him one more year to kind of like train behind Jimmy G. Yeah. It's interesting um, to, to, to go back to the draft thing. I, I, I remember we, I remember looking back at that and it was definitely, there was a lot of like, um, smoke screens regarding who they were going to take at number three. Yeah. Um, Mac Jones had been floated there. Justin Fields had been floated there. Everyone knew Trevor Lawrence was going number one and probably Zach Wilson was going to go number two. So it was like, who's going to be that third guy. So we heard a lot of smoke screen with that. So I kind of chuckled a little bit of that up to just them trying to, you know, um, essentially just, you know, kind of keep everybody at bay and keep people guessing on that. Uh, and they pulled the trigger and then went with, with Trey Lance, which was a little bit like, oh. Oh, I think, cool yeah, I, th- I think I remember, like, then why why did they need to keep people guessing? Like, what's the what's the benefit? Because, I mean, I think I remember, like, wasn't Trey Lawrence and Zach, I think that's what was weird about it. Like, this attitude, they wanted to keep people guessing, and it was just like, one and two is pretty fucking locked in. So are right. you going Mac Jones or are you going fucking, you know, Trey Lance? Yeah, yeah. 
I don't, I mean, yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. Maybe they were worried that somebody was going to like leapfrog or, or the Jets were going to take Trey Lance or somebody was going to leak, try and trade, and they were going to trade back if, if they were locked in on, on Trevor Lawrence and, you know, somebody was going to jump over, or excuse me, Trey Lance and Trey Lance, yeah. jump over, maybe, over maybe, them. Maybe know. they were just sour. Maybe they were sour on Zach Wilson and they were just like, yeah. we don't want to accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a million different. I mean, I get like, to your point, it's like, well, where's the where's the advantage gained by not tipping your hand? And I think at three is when you're starting to go like, all right, well, we know that the Jaguars are taking number one. We yeah. kind of think the Jets are going to take Zach Wilson, but they could do anything. And they, if we trade out, if we were like, this is our guy, and somebody's like, oh shit, I thought we were, I thought he was going to be here at nine, right, or ten, or the Bears are like, oh, I thought it was going to be so. You know, I don't know. That that would be my guess, but he, he, neither here nor there. The the deal is is like they've had Jimmy G since 2017. He has played one full season in that time, right? Um, I think he's 31 and 14 as a as a five year starter, um, but he's missed plenty of time in that in that period. He even missed two games last year. Missed ten games the year before that. You know he's thirty years old. He's owed twenty five million bucks this year. So it's you know in terms of like quarterbacks, it's relatively like inexpensive. But I I do wonder if it's like does we know what Jimmy G does right? And the thing that I think that everyone is forgetting is is that Trey Lance is like a really good athlete. He, when he was at North Dakota State, ran for 1,100 yards as a redshirt sophomore. Um, he's a pretty good athlete. And so I do wonder, it's like, does he bring another element, say, in the, and I, this is a large praise, but in like the Josh Allen, because he's a big guy, 6'4", 220. Like, does he bring that element where it's like, he's got a big arm, he's raw, but we can develop him and we can put him in a good spot where he becomes a like lethal weapon, both running and throwing in a different way than Jimmy G can offer us. And I think when you look at how they deploy Debo Samuels and the way that they look at, you know, kind of like offensive schemes, it's like, well, maybe versatility is what we need more so than like our traditional, you know, stand in the pocket, you know, throw the ball downfield, make our, make our check down throws and, I mean, it's not like he's—it's not like he doesn't turn the ball over. You know, he said double-digit TDs when he's played full season, or double-digit ints when he's played full season. So there is some limitations to Jimmy Garoppolo. It's just he's been able to kind of like Trent Dilfer his way, you know. And I don't want to put too much smut on Garoppolo's name, but he's been definitely been able to kind of like ride the defense, pick his spots. He's super competitive. He makes winning plays, but maybe just not. The, the most winning play is like we're not going to get any freelancing from him the way the Chiefs get from Mahomes. We're just not. So maybe this is what we need to do for our guy. Yeah, I can lean towards that. Like I definitely put more success. You know, Jimmy G doesn't seem to me like, you know, I think even like on the Vikings, you know, or the Cowboys, he's not the guy you wheel out there and he's just like, all right, like here's all your weapons. Like go to work, Captain America. Like, you know, <laughs> right. I just like it's not going to be like that. That's why the San Francisco thing seemed to fit. Um, all right. So Trey Lance kind of, where do you see him finishing his career tier wise and who ends up with more playoff wins? Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo has a five playoff win head start. Ooh, great and question. Does Trey Lance win a Super Bowl? 
I'll, I'll go I'll go first. I'm going yeah. to put I'll put him I'm going to put him Dak Prescott tier. Maybe like a little bit, maybe Philip Rivers, maybe not quite as long as a career, but you know, puts together some great regular seasons and then just not a huge splash in the postseason. Like kind of just always a little bit outgunned. Uh I will put him I think Jimmy G lands on a spot where he can get three more playoff wins in his career, so that puts him at eight. I think Trey Lance falls a little short of that. Um, you almost got to give Trey Lance the tiebreaker though from starting behind, but I'll say mm-hmm. I'll say it's eight to seven Garoppolo over Lance. Record this, and I'll say Lance never wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to sit there and say Lance wins the Super Bowl, and I'm just kind of looking at their three year window between this year, next year, just like cap wise, who's coming off? Who, who you know? Who are the who are the who are the guys that are coming off? I mean, I think that they're relatively like young they've got bosa fred warner's still on there kittle's still there debo samuels is still there so it's like you know they've got their basic core which is pretty young you know and i you know here's the bet the super bowl bet is more on kyle shanahan than than because kyle shanahan just might not be he might be good enough like a solid like his dad like a solid, you know, NFL coach who can get your team to the playoffs is going to be ten and six, maybe win your division. But is he going to like? Is he going to white knuckle it in the Super Bowl? He's kind of done that with Matt Ryan, as you said before, the other Super Bowls that he's been in. So, um, I don't know. I, I I think here's the thing: is like I see Jimmy G uh, getting traded, and he's going to go to bad teams. He's going to go to teams that are going to like hitch our wagon to the PR train of Jimmy G. Hey, we got a serviceable quarterback going to go to a a New York going to go to a, um, you know, Carolina as a, you know, stabilizing force for the, the turnover there, uh, you know, at head coach and, and whenever Matt rule gets fired in Carolina. So I don't know if he's going to get like, he might have like, he might only have like one or two playoff games left in his career. And then, you know, where's he going to be out of this? So I'm going to give the bump to, We'll give you the bump to Trey Lance just on um well he's won he won a FSC national title when he was at North Dakota State and his first year as a starter. Um went sixteen and 0. He's never lost a game, only thrown one INT in college. So I'm gonna give a little bit of a bump there to to Trey Lance. All right, so you're right now. Trey Lance is going to finish with more playoff wins than Jimmy G. Most awesome, a little bit more optimistic about his career. Brandana. A little more, a little bit more. Stick up for Jimmy G for some reason. I don't know why. Neapolitan should have. Because you're both, you're both handsome devils. So let's leave it alone. Because we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me and we just disagree. All right, best things about New Orleans. We got to go there, bro. All aboard. Choo choo, choo choo. Um, have you been there before? Before we went, never been to New Orleans. Doctor okay. Masters of the Commission had been there. You've been there, right? You've been there before. I have been there a couple times. Yeah, I was there once when I was like, uh, I think when I just went to college, but I don't think I was old enough to drink. And then I went there for the stadium tour. I I saw a Saints game. Mm. What was it? What was your difference? Tell me. What your feeling was, because Dr. Mrs. The Committee had a definite feeling 
between the last time that she was there, I think like 2015-ish, somewhere in there, 2014, 2015, and to then, and she had been there before, one of her sorority sisters, like, grew up actually in uh, um, uh, in New Orleans and was like a debutante and that whole thing. So, um, so what was your feeling from, like, you know, college to stadium to now, the difference? Yeah, I, I think, you know what, and I think, maybe I encapsulate it really well. Cause just like the three times it went was three totally different experiences. Like I show up there, like in college, not old enough to drink. Like I'm there with a uh, girlfriend or fiance and we're just like kind of going around and, you know, since you can't drink, you're just looking up the nice restaurants, you know, you're going on like little tours, like the above ground catacombs and just kind of seeing like the history of the city, like really, you know, not going to be like, Hey, does this place that serves Sazeracs also just have, you know, some fucking like crawdads they can throw in some gumbo. So I can just right. like, get a good base down like you're actually there for the meals which is cool the saints game i mean that's just really like vegas south yeah is all like it was just kind of like there but it was leaning in towards the fact it's just like serving drinks all night drinks on the street uh and then this last time it was a good mix of both you know because we were right there kind of in the middle of the place you want to be you got to walk around it definitely seemed like you know almost like not like a comic book city, but a, you know, when the lights go down, like the music comes up and like drinks everywhere and it totally like the beads come out and it totally changes. But during the days, it's just like, you know, you walk around, it's just like, oh, this is a nice spot to, you know, like have a sandwich and kind of like take a little bit more of the history in. Yeah. To me, New Orleans was like the tale of two cities. It was like between like 8 a.m. to like 4 p.m. Yeah. was like the commercialized, oh, it's okay to bring your family out and walk around. Then like post like happy hour, you're like, ooh. <laughs> and as as the bell tolls closer to midnight, <laughs> no. you're like, holy no. shit, what's going on out here? There is there was an element of like when we were because we were in the French Quarter and we were walking around on Bourbon Street, there was like it was and I'm okay with chaos, but there was like a real like feverish energy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, it's, I mean, it has that kind of. Uh, what's weird about it is it's like a welcome feverish thing, right? Like, it's it's just it's that fucking Mardi Gras vibe. It's that Fat Tuesday vibe. It's just like, hey, we're gonna get nuts here, and I'm gonna get nuts in my version of nuts, and this city's okay with it. Where at least, like, you know, in Vegas, like other cities, you gotta hold it back a little. But this place seems to be like. Like you, you want to like, you want to remind some people it's just like hey you know there's still there's laws in this town you know that right like, right, I right, like right. update you there's like, too is... much nuts at too much <laughs> nut energy colliding <laughs> yeah. and just creating this fusion of nutness like craziness that you're like this is it's gonna pop off like something's gonna go wild right now we saw some dude that we were you know we were looking at we're like I'm pretty sure that dude's getting mugged right now like it's it's just a wild town man it's you got to yeah. fucking you got to have fun, keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, enjoy it. Yeah. So let's wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> New Orleans, not a family town. <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, my number three, I'll put, um, I'll put Tabasco sauce. You know, like, it's cheesy, but it's just like, I love Tabasco. It's home with Tabasco. Tabasco is my hot sauce. A lot of people are like, oh, you like the vinegary hot sauce? I do. Yeah, I do like the yeah. vinegary hot sauce. And Tabasco, a little t-shirt. It was everywhere. Third plate. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Um, you know what I was actually really like stoked on, and I guess I shouldn't should I'm a big coffee guy, you're a coffee guy. Mm-hmm. I love there's lots of coffee joints, cafe au lait is like really good, like French Rose coffee. I was into it. There was not like you could spit and uh and most people did, 
but you could spit and and right. and find a coffee spot like that was really good. Yeah, you're walking by people spitting. You're just like trying to find a coffee spot. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like oh, oh no no. Is there coffee under there? Nope. Sorry, yeah. that's just a luke. Okay, you're perfect. just trying to fight back, not throwing up. Copy that. Uh, what's your three spot? Oh, coffee. Was it coffee? That, that was that was mine. Okay, that was yeah. mine. The cafe. No, no, that's, a good, that's a good point. I kind of forgot about that. Like there wasn't really any Starbucks there. Or nope. like no piece of coffee, like none of those chains. No, no, yeah, no, no chains. It was all like, you know, like, and we went to, I think we went to French truck roast or something like that. You know, obviously we did Cafe Dumas. We did a bunch of different places, but everything was like, all right, this is, I like this. I'm enjoying all of this. Give, I'm awarding this. beignets. I'm going to give you two and a half beignets. I'm going to give myself it. a half beignet. I'll take it. Half beignets like a donut. Um, all right, my number two spot, again, leaning to that non-family thing. Uh, drinks on the street. You know, here's if yep. you're an alien and you're landing on Earth and you just got to find out, like, how hard does this city party? Like, what are the rules here? Like, is this kind of like a regular city? Is it, um, you know, I'm going to fucking just live my life city Just show up. And if you see plastic cups on the street with officers not doing jack shit about it, you are in the ladder style of those cities. <laughs> just people are like. I ain't building for the future right now. I'm in a little don't give a fuck mode. So it's, I, I got to respect cities, especially, you know, for the reason we were there just to like party, like just be able to like lean into that and be like, I'm not, you know, I'm not quite done with my Manhattan. Great. Throw it in this plastic cup, throw my friend champagne in this cup. We're going to hoof it to the next restaurant. I do like that. That was a great vibe. Cause we went to, we went out to dinner as a big group and we went and got a drink at a really nice, I, I think that was a Waldorf Astoria, right? Like that was yeah. nice. So we went to the so there's a bar in there, and this is this encapsulate your point exactly. Really nice, like high end bar. You know, everyone's kind of feeling themselves. We're dressed to the nines. We're looking good. Brandon is just fucking. He's just flowing right now. He's in his flow state oh, yeah. of drinking, and uh, and I realized as we were walking out, we're like, oh, I've got this glass, but at the Waldo the Sazerac bar in the Waldorf Astoria, one of the nicest hotel chains in the world. <laughs> It's just got a pile of cups just right there at the doors. You're a, it's like, nope, we get it, dude. We get it. You could pretend to be highfalutin, but we know at your core you're a piece of shit. So That's take so this funny. road soda to go. On your way out of the Westin, it's just like, hey, don't forget your solo cup. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. All right, exactly. Don't, don't want to be That's caught so pants in without that. Uh, what um, was your two spot? My number two was, uh, I, believe it or not, I really enjoy, like, architecture, and I love, like, mm. the – the age and like the building of this town over or town or city over the course of history. I do. I really enjoy it. I love like probably some of my most favorite times were aside from hanging out with us, getting drunk was like walking around just in like the morning and kind of seeing the different, like, you know, just the different like ornate, like lattice work on some of these, you know, streets. And it's really beautiful. It's super enjoyable to like kind of soak all that in. Cause when you, you live in the sur- suburbs. It's like, oh, like big mansion and, th- and everything kind of looks the same. So I love a little like aesthetic to kind of breathe a little life in the city. And architecture is a great way to do it. No, that's cool. And I think it brings up to your coffee point, which now that I'm really thinking about it, I didn't notice like kind of no chains anywhere, right? Like this, no. this isn't a city that's being like remodeled or just kind of like they're working on this half of the town. Like it's just like this is the city. This is the town. Like these shots have been around like definitely like a little – yeah, like little like again, like the the French Quarter's got a little like small town. It it has like a little small city village feel to it, right? When you're kind of walking around the cities. Yeah, yeah, and um, you'll find I, you'll find no quarterbacks at any of these restaurants, right? No, 
Nothing will Venn diagram up about these quarterbacks or these restaurants. (laughs) Nowhere to be found. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right, I'm going to award myself one Dixie cup filled with a Sazerac to the brim, and I'm going to give you a roll of blueprints. All right, number one, top (laughs) spot. (laughs) Uh, This was... This is my. I don't know if you had this, and if you did, it would be your number one. But the Mufaletta sandwich. Did my you? My number one. Oh, is it? Oh, <laughs> did you cross that? So fucking good. It? Yes. It's so good. It's so. So let's let's let the listeners know what it is. So this is essentially like, it's it's an Italian it's an Italian sandwich. And if you had an Italian sandwich anywhere, like you get what's on this. But I've just never seen it done this perfectly. Did you have the one specifically at Napoleon's? Yes. Oh, we ran God. down. Oh my we God, yeah. ran down. We were like, we need to eat before we leave to hit the airport. The the um, like the, the the baggage guy called us a, a cab. So we're like, all right, we'll, we'll run over to Napoleon's. I'll get us a couple to go sandwiches. We did a muffaletta, and I did a shrimp po' boy because I hadn't had a po' boy. Got him cut up, you know, cut it in half. So we swapped both Doctor Misses, and we ate in the fucking cab. And I was eating the muffaletta, and I was we were kind of like almost fighting over the muffaletta. It was like, yeah, this is so good. This sandwich it's, is so fucking good. Yeah, it's it's like almost like kind of focaccia bread, but it's yep. you know it's got like those layers of meat, and then like this tapenade, and it's got uh, two cheeses. I think it was like the this like the Swiss and the what was it Parmesan, but it's just like melted on top. It was that sandwich absolutely. I think it's pro. Is it provolone or? or... I mean, no, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Like yeah, that and was then, oh, that, so that just happened to be circumstance because I ate there three times. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, I had it. I had it three times. Like Dave brought it. Uh, Dave brought it on Saturday when we were poolside, and I hadn't eaten anything yet. He was like, "You want half of this?" And I was just like, "I don't really." And then he showed it to me. I was just like, "All right, I give it a bite." And I was like, "Holy shit!" And yes. then I had to go back with Joe, and then when Joe went back right before I left for the airport, I went one last time. So there's like the, the tapenade is like the best because I love like the green olive, mm-hmm. like all that stuff. Yep. There's definitely like they hit it with like some oil and vinegar or something like Absolutely. that, which I'm 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 a big fan of that. Yeah, I, and I like anything that like organically doesn't come with mayonnaise, where they're not like, hey, here's like how we get the yeah, sandwich wet. Yeah. It's like mayo. It. They were just like, we got you, B. We thought around it. Um, <laughs> we, found, right, so we found the hat. We we did it. We did it for you, buddy. Um, all right, we'll do tiebreaker on number of muffalettas you had. I win three to one. Boom. All right. <laughs> I can't believe you ate three muffalettas. I was with so you good. so much of this time. <laughs> How know. did you fucking snake? Maybe it was the guilt. Maybe it was just personal. Like I didn't want to accidentally like share with anybody. It was just kind of like me hoarding over. Just kind of like that bar inside Napoleon. Just like shoveling in my mouth. So good. And that, that, that was a great thing. That bar, that place was like a great little like bar. There's so many of those types of places. Napoleon's, yeah. right? Which is literally just, it was proximity based right we're like i right, just go there and then super dave uh handsome quarterback guru was like try this sandwich and we're like holy fucking shit this is a great sandwich i would go back just for that sandwich i would ab- absolutely go back whenever like someone mentions new orleans that's the first thing that comes to mind absolutely so the second thing is don't bring your family all right brandon in the gambling corner bring us to the jam <laughs> NFC East, where you want to start, bro? 
Um, How's this division? We kind of ranked the divisions last time. Did we say this is? Um, we kind of yeah, had them. We kind of had the McKinnis like, is this like the two A or two B of the NFC? Because right, because we were kind of like we we like the we we think the South is is the tops, right? Or no, the West, uh, West. is the tops. West is top, yeah. Yeah, South is, south, is south the bottom. Is bottom, yep. Yep, and then the the North and and the East here are kind of fighting it out for who's that second tier division. Yeah, because it's funny. It's just like um, I mean, we'll start with this, but it's you know, it's there's people high on the Eagles, so I almost put the Eagles as maybe like a like a Vikings, like who finishes on that, and then you know, like yes, Cowboys and Packers, just kind of the you know the the pedigree. Of their, right. you know, Both very public teams, the whole thing. Yep, yeah. Um, well, let's start. Let's kick it off with the Eagles. What do, what do you got with the Eagles? The Eagles. Yeah, this kind of throw me off just because there's so much public, uh, public love on it. I mean, I guess I guess you get to play the Giants and the Commanders twice, which has to kind of be factored in. Right. I, I don't want to go too high, but I also all I hear is this number has been going up. But uh, I'm going to go uh, at the Eagles nine and a half. Boom. Starting off two weeks in a row, nailing it right out of the gate. Nine and a half. Uh, I was I was high at ten and a half. I had it because because I just thought I was like looking at their schedule. You mentioned the Giants and Commanders twice, but this team was super hot down the stretch. Seven and three. They lost to Tampa Bay and kind of an odd game. If you remember that playoff game, it was kind of odd. You know, you kind of are like this is right for them to just get smacked because. Hertz hadn't been there before. They have a ton of offensive weapons. But what I think that the coach uh, Sirianni did, uh, which is smart, was like he's like, all right, well let's let's dial it back from you know fucking you know Jalen Hurts trying to throw thirty five times a game, and let's just play to his strength. This guy's a winner. He's not going to make mistakes. He's a tough competitor. Devontae Smith's a tough competitor. And then you bring in a guy like A.J. Brown. It's like, all right, like this team could cook, man. Yeah, it's interesting. And I, and I, yeah, I get it. I mean, I think it's like you said, I think the big thing is just them trending in the right direction. It's how yeah. they finished last year. I mean, I think Hurts already came in with some expectations and it doesn't seem like, you know, it seems like he's he's leaning in towards it, especially how they ended the season. Uh, yeah, a little pulling the reins off of the the playoff game does seem a little odd to me you know like you said it was like a little bit of a weird game it seemed like they're switched yeah. up i even felt like at the end of the year wasn't there whispers just like are they going to move on from jalen hurts like towards the end of the year do you remember any of that yeah i i think that there was a lot of like what are we like what is this team is this team like are we just because they because they were kind of like putting it together i mean they were winning but they were kind of putting it in together and like uh we don't expect this team to keep winning kind of vibe it was kind of like um trying to remember it was kind of like when like we even we'll, we'll stay in division with like tyler like uh heineke the quarterback from washington yeah. like is this guy yeah. good yeah is this is not guy like he makes some plays every once in a while he you know they had that drive against you know tampa bay where they just fucking bullied them for like 15 straight plays down the field and just took the game from them. So there is a little bit of that like big question mark, but I, I, I just Jalen hurts is different in the respect of like the guy has done nothing but win every single place he went and not to be like Tim Tebow about it and like put that on him because it's different, but the guy is certainly a gamer 
and he's capable. He's he showed improvement from year one to year two. Like so, so if he if he gets ten percent better in the passing game, and you add AJ Brown to it, like is he like a thirty-eight hundred yard, twenty-six TDs, maybe nine ints? Like is that going to be good enough to get you like a wild card spot? I think so. Yeah, is, is ten and seven that fucking crazy? No, yeah, I, I guess said, not. This would be good. Like, yeah, if it's a team trending in the right direction. Uh, which it seems like it would. It'd be, it'd be fun to watch. I mean, this is definitely like a, this is what we see those kind of second year quarterbacks like those steps, those or third year that uh, those steps, those leaps they can make, which is yeah. going to happen right now. Because I'm not because I'm not asking for the world. That's the thing is, is if mm-hmm. I was asking for like like we talked about Tebow, like oh hey they had that playoff win, but it's like you could tell like on the field it's like this guy does not have it. He's not. He's just it's fucking smoke and mirrors. Like Jalen Hurts is not quite that. You know, yeah, I mean, right. Where the leaps, the leap seems a little too big, like a Baker right. Mayfield. Like you're, yeah, you know, exactly. you're kind of asking Baker Mayfield to be something else. Uh, okay, I'm going to stay away from that though, because Eagles could go, you know, either way. So nine and a half seems right to me. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't put money on that. Uh, let's go with the the Giants. <sighs> you're in New York, <laughs> grit in your teeth. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to figure out like which team I picture to bottom out on this, and I have to go Giants, even though like. Uh, the commanders i don't know i just don't see how you sleep on carson wentz last year at the colts almost getting in there uh but i got to pick my bottom team my bottom team is going to be the new york football giants and i have them at kind of that bottom mark where you see now that we have a 17 game schedule i have them at six and a half wins very close b DraftKings has them at seven which i thought was high seven. i had them at i had them at five and a half i had them at five and a half wins just because they didn't pick up Daniel Jones's fifth-year option. Brian Dable, the offensive coordinator for the Chargers, new fucking head coach in town. Um, we've got lots I mean, of question marks. Yeah, the Saquon, worst quarterback in this division. Yep. You know what I mean? Wide receivers are kind of a bit of a mess. Offensively, like, he's got a good core defensively with with uh, Thibodeau, uh, Ajulery, Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams. Like, the defense is, is pretty good and young. So is is this year like a fucking a pass year for Brian Dable and then he's just going to bring in his guys like find his quarterback. We've got some good quarterbacks coming in in the draft this year. Is this the year to kind of bottom out and say, all right, let's get the guy that I think is really going to be the guy and move on from Daniel Jones. It kind of feels like that to me. Yeah, it feels uh, no, that's a great way to put it. Like we have those lame duck quarterback years right? Yep. where especially when you're kind of all in and you really commit to a guy and it just seems like it's going to be too little too late for daniel jones unless he can really turn something around this is my bottom ranked team seven wins seems uh seems too high even if all things are kind of cooking the same way it's just like the worst quarterback in this uh in this division seven seems too many seven even gets me a push so i'm going to do one mabby dollar on the under here Ooh, i wrote it down before you even fucking said it because i was like i'm feeling this under one mabby dollar it's not the Lions, not four Mabby it's dollars. Not, we're, not, we're not going all in. We're not, no, going we're not all crazy. In. We're I'm blowing these Mabby dollars. Yeah. Um. All right, let's go with the Washington Commanders, the newly the- manned Carson Wentz at the helm, Ron Rivera, the quarter, the head coach. So there's two quarterbacks that I'm not ready to throw the towel in on. One of those, uh, as far as plateauing. I guess it's hmm. three. I don't think Jimmy G has plateaued. I still think there's upswing there. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Kirk. I think we saw 
maybe a half step up from a plateau from Kirk Cousins last year. And I, I okay. think we can see a little continuation of that, which would be more about show us something new, but let's see a little bit more consistency in what you do well. And I'm going to put Carson Wentz. I think he exercised some demons last year with the Colts, got them super close to the playoffs. And, you know, mm-hmm. if they if they backdoor into the playoffs like this, this whole quarterback situation is different. You know, there's no Matt Ryan in Indianapolis. I still think Carson Wentz is there. Uh, I think it was just too much hype train and a little saving face on the Colts part where they were just like, man, we hyped the shit out of this guy. We have an opportunity to get out, so we're going to move on. Uh, I like Wentz. I like his new scenery yet again. I still think he has some stuff to show. I think he can get the turnovers and hopefully the Superman factor a little out of his system. I have the commanders at seven wins. Very close. I nailed this one. I had eight. It was eight. I was like, this is a 500 ish team. You know, I guess now it's not 500 anymore, but this is a close middle road team. Mm -hmm. Um, They've got a great young front four. Um, which is going to always cause problems. I, I I hope Chase Young comes back well from the Achilles tear because he's fucking unbelievable, super dominant. Uh, they got some good young guys there. <sighs> Problem is for me, it's there's a little too much chaos surrounding everything here, and I think like I feel like you know the Carson Wentz is is in that. I, I love that you put all three of those guys together. Because I, I feel like they all have similar, like, fan base brand recognition. Like, you're never going to feel terrible. Jared Goff is going to get thrown into this kind of, like, you know, yeah. this pile as well, too. It's like, they're not they're not great. They're competent quarterbacks. This is yeah, forever, like, the, the Phil Rivers, like, yep. you'll find it's You'll like, find some apologists in their camps. Like, like yep. if, you, if you have, like, kind of a personal thought, you'll find some haters, and both those sides have completely justifiable points. Yeah, ex- absolutely. And so I think with the Carson Wentz, like, yeah, for all that, I agree with you. He 100% exercises demons. But then in that game where it's like, we must win this fucking game to make the playoffs, <laughs> right. it was just pure mwah, Carson Wentz all over the field. Yeah. Um, you know, I would have been – flirting with the over if it was seven or even seven and a half but to have to eclipse that eight to get the win that's just too rich and i think this is a fun you know this would be a fun club to root for so i'm going to stay away from the under also because i could see you know carson wentz uh, wouldn't quite be like a comeback player of the year story but to see him like really put some stuff together and go on like a little playoff run would just i, I think it'd be fun fun to watch yeah i'm into it i'd like it i i, I won't i won't root against carson wentz i think he's a, you know an enjoyable quarterback to watch He's definitely right for the pod. He'll give us something to talk about. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Won't be the last time you hear his name this season. We no, give you no. our word. Uh, are you staying away from it? Yeah, I'd stay away from that. It's too square in the middle. I don't feel I don't feel like I've seen enough one way or the other to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, this is a 10-win team. No way. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's do it. All right. Cowboys coming How at you. How about ya. them Cowboys? Um, America's team, I do feel like it, uh, it's going to force me to bump it by – half a game but i feel like there's got to be a little bit more of just like all right can we slow down on this cowboys thing they always disappoint so i maybe yeah. I'm, I'm feeling a little correction on an overcorrection. i have the over under and 10 and a half wins Ooh, very close on this one again DraftKings has it at 10 which i was actually quite surprised Ooh, on yeah i, I was a little low. i was a little high on them at 11 in comparison to this but i thought it was like how are they not going to have this like in the upper you know like 
quarter of teams that are out there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, especially with a yeah, like a weaker NFC. Like you get, you know, you have to have, like love somebody out of the NFC as just like yeah. aging Tom Brady. Like, sure, like you want to see maybe the Rams run it back, but it's just like, you know, you have to like this Cowboys team on paper better than you like the Packers. Probably a little yeah. better than you like the Vikings. You got to like it better than you like the Cardinals. So yeah, I mean they're sitting at least like, you know, an argument for second, like no argument for third place in the NFC. Right. Exactly. So, you know, all that, and it's like, all right. So what what are the what are the negatives taken away from this team? So, got rid of Amari Cooper. Didn't really kind of fill it too much with like a certifiable. You know, obviously they have CD Lamb, so this could be a big jump for CD Lamb. But they really have like a number two wide receiver. Zeke has got some question marks. The old line is not as dominant as it once was. I, re- I think everyone has like the memory of Cowboys old lines, but right. it's not as complete as it was once before. This is a much different old line. Um, and their front four defensively isn't all that great. Now, linebackers, Micah Parsons, secondary, very, very good. But they're still going to be able to move the ball on you. I still think this team needs to win shootouts, like 35 24 on a regular basis to 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 be you know to to put up w's i don't think they're they're gonna be you know i don't think they're gonna get any like 17 to 9 you know fucking slugfest they need to score points yeah i still like an 11 6 record to walk away with the w on the bet for this one's uh a little bit for, rich for my blood so i gotta i gotta say no yeah even at 10 yeah because yeah, you yeah. gotta get you gotta go 11 and 6 yeah yeah I, I i'm with you i'm with you let's ride Let's let's ride as as uh, what's his face would say. Let's ride, ride. Russell Wilson. Let's go. Ugh. Let's ride that fucking Ugh. under on on the Giants. One Mabby dollar on one Mabby dollar on the under. All right, guys, we got plenty more. We got four more coming up that we're gonna knock out. Gonna have some guests on also as we go over to the stacked AFC coming up over the course of the next four episodes. Of course, um, Lieutenant Dave, we get the handsome quarterback ranks going again sometimes before the season kicks off, and of course, uh, we will do the does Brandana have it guys thanks for listening to this episode 229 mvp of the week real fast uh a little bit of sadder one um lost bill russell this week yeah uh this you know celtic legend nba legend one of the greatest so just a little shout out to his career what he brought to the basketball game a little r.i.p yeah i i had him too you know it's uh it's sad when uh when a giant you know, on the court, off the court. And I love, you know, it's a shame you hear all these like wonderful stories about them. There's so many like untold stories that I like seeing about how he was sharing of his time, Bill Russell, and didn't, you know, in some of the most, you know, insignificant moments where he really shared a lot of his time. So you really love hearing that. Uh, and you love hearing those stories because, you know, it, as anyone knows, you know, when, when you get such a, like a, uh, a legend to kind of just talk to you and dole out wisdom. It's like, it's so, it's so like impactful and, and, and meaningful to like listen to. So uh, I love reading them and hearing those stories, but uh, yeah, MVP, Bill Russell, you'll be missed, sir. Yeah. We don't usually like to shout out the podcasts that rip us off, but the Bill Simmons <laughs> podcast uh, did a book of basketball. has a pretty good segment about Bill Russell. If you guys want to, because yeah. uh, it's pretty cool stories. Uh, it may be sports podcast, guys. We'll be right back. We're catching up. Here's a little another one for you this week. Um, episode 229. I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Audience, pay attention because we're going to have a pop-up Mabaletta sandwich stand coming to a town near you.
style, fame, silhouettes, glamour, runway, style, fame, silhouettes, fashion. Oh.